This podcast was funded in part by the UK Arts Council. Welcome to In-House, the podcast about creativity and confinement. My name's Will Hood, and this week's interview is with George Leonside, a songwriter and guitar player who left HMP Rochester in 2019 after serving 52 weeks. I hadn't met George before, but we had a, um, a fascinating conversation about the importance of creativity in keeping your sanity whilst you're in prison, and also the way that writing songs can be a form of dialogue with yourself. And I hope you enjoy. Hi, George. How you doing? Yeah, not bad, you? Good, man. Yeah, I'm all right. Dancing like a spark next to a flame And you don't even know my name So, uh, how are you coping with the whole uh, social distancing business? Yeah, I mean, it's alright. It's, um, it's a bit shit just coming out of prison and having to be isolated, you know what I mean? Right. So when did you come out, George? Was that quite recently? October last year, October. Okay, wow. Yeah, Rochester I was. Okay, and so how long did you do in Rochester? It was a year, yeah, 52 weeks in Rochester and I was in Lewis for a couple of weeks as well at the beginning. Okay, so that's crazy to come out of uh, prison and then a few months later to uh, be going through all of this. Well, yeah, because I was on the tag as well when I got released, so um, so it's just like extra lockdown. But it is what it is. It's not too bad, you know. It's uh, given me an opportunity to do a little bit of work, whatever's been turning up, and to practice at home my music. Do you know what I mean? You all look at me like I'm the same, dancing like a spark next to a flame. You don't even know my name. You don't even know. So, how did you find the um, the environment within house then? I didn't expect to go to a prison and there'll be like a music facility. And that. I, I didn't know it was all about that because it's the first time I've been inside. But it was really great to be able to do something like that within the prison environment. And uh, there's different genres that span throughout prison. And introduction to these new genres by the other in-house guys was a good blessing for me as well because it helped me with my writing it helped me with the um, every so often you've got of kind of um, reinventing yourself as an artist a musician and so forth and you may become a bit stagnant because you're used to doing the things you've been doing for a while but when you meet new people new artists you hear how they're flowing how what they're writing about maybe using different keys in their music, different rhythms, drum patterns and so forth, and it inspires you and it helps you out. It gives you that kind of edge, that thing that you've been looking for but maybe couldn't quite find.
Quite often when I talk to people um, about this project, they don't have any experience of prisons. There's a little bit of, you know, why would you want to be doing that? If people have gone to prison, they shouldn't be getting music workshops. They shouldn't be having a nice time and making music. But I wonder what you think about that sentiment, which doesn't seem to be that uncommon. If anything, there needs to be a lot more workshops and there needs to be a lot more concentration on having inmates spend time in workshops when they're in prison instead of maybe being isolated for a long period of time in a small room you should be given the opportunity to participate in what could be life-changing activities because that is how you're going to see the good in something when there's a lot of guys that end up in prison which sadly one of the reasons that they're in prison is because they're undereducated in many different walks of life and because of that they don't know who they are they haven't found themselves and they find comfort in committing and recommitting and reoffending the same crime or different crimes or staying within that same parameter but if you're going to take someone and isolate them as punishment by locking them up in a small room for a very long period of time yeah that can work because that will make them suffer for a period of time but if you was to isolate them so they spend time on their own, but you also give them the opportunity to retrain, re-educate themselves or not even re-educate. Sometimes for some people it's educate because they haven't had that education in order to be re-educated, for example. So you have to show people the light at the end of the tunnel if you want them to get out of it. Otherwise, they will just keep going back into that system because it is a kind of asylum, really. There's so many different characters from different walks of life, experiences, past traumas or whatever. You don't know who's been through what. Music is the food of love, in the words of Shakespeare. And with a lot of people that have been... um, convicted for a crime just because you've been convicted for a crime it doesn't necessarily mean that everything that you do about your everyday life involves criminal activity so you get guys who are talented as musicians and life brings them different struggles and they're forced to do things which sometimes is within their control sometimes it's not within their control but even though you've committed a crime and an act you're still a musician This tune that we're listening to now, which is underneath our interview, uh, is called The Same. So this is a a piece of music uh, that you wrote when? I think I wrote that song about maybe um, 10 years ago now. My music is, is how I feel. When I wrote The Same, I was at a dark, confused place of my life, which I've been in a dark, confused place for quite a long time of my life and I couldn't get get to grips with what was going on really. Maybe I didn't understand the depth of the darkness that I was involved in. The same is a song about basically how some people look at you and they think that you're the same as everyone else. They don't look past the silhouette to get within the deep cavity of what a person is all about and who they really, really are. If you listen to the lyrics of the song, it's fair to say that most of my songs is me talking to me. Every day watchful eyes stick their heads in the sky to say hello to you and me. 
But we move like there's nothing to see And you You look at me like I'm the same When I was inside after working with Rochester in-house for a little bit, when they turned around and said, there's this, we're going to do like a, a showcase thing for friends and family. So if you can imagine, in essence, it's like a gig, really, right? And I know it's within prison and that, but when I, I sat down and thought about that in myself, I was like, wow, I'm going to gig in prison. Now that for me was like, it was, it was a great feeling because Like, no one, not many people are going to get to gig in a prison. Gigging on the outside is easy, a lot easier than gigging in a prison. You have to go to a prison for a start. You have to be a musician and you have to be get offered the opportunity to get up and perform a few songs. That was a big thing. That, that, that was a big thing. Why was it so much of a bigger thing in prison? Was that because of the audience, uh, you'd have to see them the next day that you're in close quarters with them or, or why is that I mean I presume you're talking about nerves and all this type of thing of, of showing vulnerability in front of an audience explain to me why that's different in prison than on the outside okay because when when I first went to Lewis while they were signing me in and all that business they took everything off me they stripped me down to the, my shoes my socks and my piercings So in essence, all I was left with was a pair of shoes, like leather shoes, a pair of socks, and a couple of piercings. Nothing, you've got nothing. You've just got your shoes, your socks, and your piercings. And then you've got this now, all of a sudden, as you look, things have changed, and you've been given an opportunity to play live in, in, in a prison in your environment there. So from your shoes and socks to being on stage with a guitar and a backing drum machine and other guys there performing and people coming to see you and people coming to see them that are also going to see you. You see how your life can be put back together for the better, for the good. Yeah, it can happen. It does happen. It's happened to many a people throughout life, throughout the whole planet, whether they've been to prison or not. But when you go to prison, it's not the lowest of the low because the lowest of the low is death but the next step before that is prison so to be at that such low point and then to be rebuilt and have people have faith in you people show you that you know what i believe in this guy mate i know i know what he's done he's done yeah i know that i get it however this guy has shown me something which makes me feel I can trust him, I can believe him, I can work with him, I can give him a chance. He can salvage his life. And that's massive. What were the big tunes for you growing up when you were in those teenage years? Can you remember any of the big, big tunes that, that, you, that really meant a lot to you? Yes. Yeah, Bruce Springsteen was a massive, massive influence. Oh, Bruce, the boss. Yeah, the boss. The boss. He writes He writes from the heart as well. And um, he puts you in his world, you know? He puts you there. Bob Jovi was a massive influence. Metallica was a massive influence. Dire Straits, massive. 
Floyd, Bob Marley. I love drum and bass as well, and I love deep house music. All of those are big classic names, aren't they? But some of them very different styles. Do you mean that it's it's useful to have those different styles in your life to uh, so you can feel it and relate to it through different parts of your personality? Most definitely, because no two days are the same. No two hours are the same. No two journeys are the same. If you're doing something and you're listening to the wrong music that's fit into that, that environment, you're not going to have good time. For example, when I'm working out in the gym, I can't work out to R&B. No disrespect to R&B, but when I'm working out, I like a bit of deep house, mate. I like that progression. Right, if yeah. I'm getting down and jiggy with it with a woman, we'll have some R&B, you know? <laughs> if I'm drinking a can of Red Stripe and I've got something else on the go, we might listen to a bit of Bob Marley or something. Yeah, for sure. So it's, it's a very important, in my opinion, to have very very broad spectrum of music especially if you are a musician you know musicians really can't afford to be narrow-minded or biased to any kind of music and musicians generally ain't and artists we don't see things that way you know that racism and bigotry and sexism and all that shit don't it doesn't interfere it's not part of it it's the music the guitar is not racist if any geezer picks it up, if a woman picks it up, if a youth picks it up or an old man picks it up, it's what they do with it. It's their weapon of choice. And when you close your eyes and listen to what you're listening to, that's when you feel, that's when you connect. The audience for this, as I explained, uh, on the phone are going to be a lot of guys inside um, you know so uh, uh, seven prisons in the in the southeast are going to be listening to this so I'm really struck by a lot of the things that you're saying and I'm sure it will really resonate with them but I'd also imagine this whole corona craziness has got to be doubly impactful if you are inside, right? Because you've, all of your visits have stopped, all of these workshops um, and your chances to get out and express yourself, all of these good things that you're talking about, or potentially good things, have, have ground to a halt. Have you got any thoughts uh, from someone that's been there uh, about them or for them about how to get through this as a as what must be quite a desperate time yeah it is a desperate time it's an unfortunate time it is really horrible but you've managed to deal with so much so far it's just a thorn in your side all you've got to do is pull that thorn out and let the wound heal and by doing that Patience is a virtue. You have to master the art of patience, which that was a great experience for me. I have managed to master the art of patience while going to prison, which maybe I didn't have enough of it beforehand. So you have to be patient. Reading books. Get a book, man. Read books. Read, read different varieties of books. Write, write. Write down how you feel. Get a pen and paper and just... Whatever you feel is, however you feel in your head, just write them words out. Whether it's good, bad, ugly, whatever it is, just get it out. Just get it out. And um, remember that it's just a date. Everything has a date. Your release date is a date. This quarantine thing has a date. We don't know when this date is going to be exactly. We 
know our release date potentially so we get to that we strive to it we get through each day one day at a time and we get closer to that date and then we're released and the same thing will apply have to, will apply to many different scenarios and situations and this coronavirus is one of them so keep your mind occupied you have to keep busy keep focused don't worry don't panic it's shit it's a shit situation it's just so happened right now that you're part of it but the core fundamental thing is remember no matter how bad you feel in life remember that someone is always feeling worse than you somewhere else someone else has got it much harder so be strong be cool be patient and just be you well look george really really nice to meet you thank you for taking the time to do this yeah no problem good luck with all of the um covid nonsense yeah, you too, man. Stay safe. Yeah. I wish you and your family all the best. Yeah, hopefully I'll meet you at one of these showcases sometime soon. Definitely. It'll definitely happen, mate. I'm sure of it. All right. Nice one. Take care. Thank you. Have Bye. a good day. I'll speak soon. To find out more about the world's only prison-run record label, Go to inhouserecords.org. That's all one word, inhouserecords.org. And if you'd like to hear more of these interviews, please hit subscribe if you can on whatever platform you use for podcasts. The In-House Podcast is an APA production for In-House Records.